0: Hello there fellow Queenies, I think we better watch this Kevin fella, he's ripping around the internet like a regular podcast star. New mic, new preamp, is he running for Prime Minister? Stay tuned to Seaside Pod Review. If there's one thing we know, and that it's real, and it's tangible, it's that we are doing a podcast. We do it weekly, for no reason, and you are here.
1: Brand new angle, highly commendable, Seaside Pod Review. Seaside Pod Review. Give us a kiss, Kevin.
2: So, I, you know, I think that's that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Now? Recording is in progress, Mr. Woods.
0: One day, one day, Kevin, I'm going to hit that fucking leave meeting button.
2: <laughs> I'm going to fucking walk out. <laughs> you know, but what you're not going to do, Randy, is you're not going to drop your mic.
1: No,
0: fuck no! I, I paid for this mic, man. <laughs>
2: hey, I got a sexy new setup. I should tell people about. I got a I, we're SM7B buddies. Now, what? on your recommendation, I picked up a a sure SM7B, and well, I say I picked up work picked up for me, which was very nice of them. Um, and I also got a, a really nice preamp that you sort of advised me to look into. So I got a whole new setup, and I got a boom arm, and I got, I'm, I'm I'm in the 21st century, Randy. That's what I'm telling you.
0: Well, You know what? I think maybe the really... 22nd. You know really what I think
1: you should do, Kev? Since you've got this pro setup? A fourth podcast. You actually, really, We should really call
0: it a fifth because you guessed so much on other people's <laughs> podcasts. That's kind of a podcast in itself. And I would say, dare I say, I would say that you're probably a, a podcast
2: star of sorts. I mean, in my own living room, yeah. Well, actually not in my own living room because in my own living room, no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, one listens. No one cares. <laughs> Which, fair enough. Why would they? You know.
0: Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Who want to listen to fucking
2: you talk? Like, they I mean, they, they you listen know, to me talk endlessly about music all the time. Anyway, so why would they want to put time aside to listen to it in an official format? It's stupid of them.
0: Put themselves to even more fucking torture. Hey, eh? <laughs> fucking hell.
2: Well, some pretty exciting Queen news, Randy. Though I don't know if you've well, been yeah, sort of yes. following along. There's, there's some well, some very exciting Queen news and some sad Queen news. So. Let's cover the exciting stuff first. I think that's always it's always better to start on a positive. I think so. The Sotheby's exhibit of uh, Freddie's personal possessions that Mary Austin is um, auctioning off opened up basically, sort of. It's sort of like a, it's almost like a, like a gallery exhibit kind of thing for the public to come through and see, you know, what's up for grabs. And my God, I mean, some of the lots you would, you would kill for, you know. I mean, that grand piano. I mean, it's two to three million British pounds is the estimate. I think it's going to go for. I bet you that goes for seven or eight. But just some of the, you know, like they said, some of the greatest rock and roll songs of the last century were written on that piano. Little baby grand, little Yamaha baby grand. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want that, you know?
0: Music haters, Kev. Music haters. Well, fuck Hitler. fuck those people.
2: Hitler wouldn't want <laughs> Hitler.
0: it. He'd be like, get this fucking piano out of my side.
2: Well, well, you and Hitler would not get on. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is that Hitler didn't, did you know this? Hitler didn't like jazz. and Not the Queen album. The musical form. Oh, he didn't like. Where, really? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, no, he was. A, he was a big. He just, and I'm not making this up, and I can't remember why, but he really, really, really didn't like jazz. Which, probably because yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes black people play it. Well, it could be that. It may, it may well be that. But that's also mm-hmm. rhythm and blues, rock and roll. He, <laughs> yeah. he probably didn't
0: like any of that shit either.
2: Well, yeah, most likely. You know. You know, I, the more I learn about this guy, I tell you, you know, I just. I can't get on board. I just, I don't know what it is about him.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I really, like from what I hear, it sounds like he's a real motherfucker or was, I should say.
2: Yeah, but then again, he died in a ditch on fire. So what goes around comes around, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, uh, after there, immediately after he, he married Ava uh, Braun, right? Mm-hmm. She killed herself, right? And so did he. So there's one thing you can say about Hitler. He sure couldn't plan a honeymoon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Hitler ended up in a ditch covered in petrol on fire. So that's fun. <laughs> I think that's funny. Because he was a mass murdering fuckhead. <laughs> and that was his honeymoon as well. Double trouble. Hey. Ava, let's marry, and where shall our honeymoon be? Well, in a ditch uh, covered in petrol up fire. That's... I've already arranged it upstairs. Oh, how romantic Adolf. Yes, I thought. <laughs> fun what a bastard all right
0: okay yeah enough horrible
2: inappropriate jokes about-, <laughs> about hitler world but we'll get feedback you know we're gonna get feedback um but in some less awesome news um the queen pod announced today as we we're recording this because we we're recording late that they're wrapping things up um and you know they, they kind of they started basically sort of beginning to lock down um they Brought, I think it was really, it was the first Queen podcast, I think. Um, and they did some great work. I mean, I was a huge fan of John Robbins, which how I found out about it. And so I got into the Queen pod, you know, early doors because of, I really like John Robbins, the comedian. I've always been a big fan of his and I knew he was a Queen fan. So when I saw his name attached, I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'll definitely check this out. And so, you know, Ro, John, Susan, Simon, I, it's sad to see those guys go really because, you know, it's a great show. Um, they had a lot of really cool stuff on there. They had great guests on there, some great conversations, and a lot of people were upset that they didn't get to they they finished at Flash Gordon was the last album review they did, so they didn't get to hot space and beyond um but you know, four people trying to wrangle schedules, trying to get content out, they said that they just they, you know it just wasn't working anymore, and better to sort of bow out on a high, I think than to just sort of keep plugging away and end up the the podcast quality goes down so you know what, Randy? In another year or so, if we've got nothing left to say to each other, maybe we'll wrap this one up too. Who knows?
0: Sorry, Kev, I wasn't listening.
2: <laughs> typical. <It's> fucking typical.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to those guys. And you're right. Uh, juggling four schedules is tough. Uh, my, my band, it, it, or it's a six piece, so uh, that is quite challenging. So I understand how yeah. how hard it is. And even. Even just you and I doing this podcast, which is just obviously the two of us normally, uh, we got to move things around because stuff happens. And you know, last night I was, uh, I've been burning the candle at both ends, and I couldn't record last night, so we're doing it uh, a day later. So imagine doing that with uh, another two people with busy
2: lives, and yeah, so hats Absolutely. off to those guys. Well, talk about burning the candle at all ends. I um, I was up at four o'clock this morning, Mister Woods, a.m. four a.m. And I just got to ask why. I thought you were on holidays, boss. I am on holidays. But the Lionesses, England's women's um, soccer team, played in the World Cup semi final against Ooh. the host nation, Australia, in front of 75,000 rabid um, Aussie fans and won 3 1. So they're after the final. And I am psyched to get up really early on Sunday morning and hopefully watch them, hopefully, my, the first time in my lifetime, watch an English um, team lift the World Cup. Which would be amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Good for you and all those uh, British folks. I'm sure it would just mean... No, no, no. no. No,
2: no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have to you really back that one up. Oh, what? It's okay. very English. specifically English. The, English. I mean, the Scots, the Welsh, Sorry. and the Irish, Northern Irish, have, would most definitely be rooting against us. So, you know, and okay. fair play. So yeah. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Fair play. Well, you know, I you had told me, and I'm not sure where you got this information, that people would like us to talk about lacrosse more. So here, I'm <laughs> going to give you a little lacrosse update. Yeah, you
2: give know, us an update. So what's been happening around yeah, the World so Junior I, Championships?
1: I
0: finished 13 games of lacrosse on Saturday. And uh, and I'll tell you this, you, uh, the Americans won. So uh, good job, USA. Uh they won the gold and uh, canada won uh, the silver and I'm oh really sure, i'm not sure who did the, who were the rest of them i mean i was there don't get me wrong but i have absolutely <laughs> no recollection of who won the, <laughs> but you, you weren't paying that close of attention <laughs> no, i really wasn't <laughs> and so uh, I, you know unless if you want to talk a little more about lacrosse i think i told you last time which i think is quite interesting is i don't really understand the rules uh, all i know is if you have the ball you can take a gun out and you can shoot the guy with the ball you can like murder him <laughs> Right there. <laughs> and like, there's no penalty. It's fine. It's cool.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: It's kind of, you know, and then nobody gets too mad because, uh, you know, when it's your turn, you can beat the fuck out of the next guy. So, yeah. Lots of, lots of running. Kev, they run. There's no, there's no ice involved.
2: There's no ball. <laughs> well, no. Oh my God. Can you imagine lacrosse on ice? Oh, fuck. nay. Someone needs to organize this. Yeah. That would be, that would be pretty great. Yeah. I'm I just, one nice. question though, Randy. I mean, and, you know, we, we have um, listeners in the US. Yeah, we love our American friends to the South. Of course we do. However, were they doing that annoying chant that they do at the sports ball tournaments? USA! 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 USA!
1: USA!
2: No. Oh, good. Well, as long as they weren't chanting three letters, which I'm most amazed that some of them can remember which order they go in, but as long as they weren't doing that, then, you know, hats off to the Americans.
0: Yeah, be nice. Be nice, Kev. Behave yourself. Yeah, but we don't chant ka na da. Ka na, do we? We don't chant that, do we? Well, no, it's just nobody's come up with it until now. I mean, maybe you're going to start a whole new thing. You know?
2: <laughs> I really I really fucking hope not.
0: <laughs> well, you know, so I I got to be honest with you, Kev. So this was uh, this was all shot at uh Sastel Center, so uh, you know, probably 99.999% of you have never been here. So that's our <laughs> That's our indoor hockey arena with that seats about I don't know what does it seat what ten twelve thousand
2: it's a little bit more than no, that I think even maybe for, yeah I mean, yeah maybe even fifteen up, or whatever it is
0: anyhow and I would say there was probably a uh, hundred people watching the game so it was not <laughs> wasn't
2: that long. oh really no, no oh wow no no because well, it's, it's junior what,
0: it's not this is this isn't professional right so
2: well yeah but I mean the World Junior Hockey Championships I mean they. That's a sellout, man. Like every game's a sellout when the world Juniors are here. So I imagine that it would have been pretty busy. That's crazy. Okay. Well,
0: I think, I think uh, lacrosse from what I'm gaining here is, 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 it's, it's, it's gaining some momentum world worldwide. Uh, mm. Australia's developing a program and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's getting more, more and more popular at all times. So yeah, it's a great game.
2: Okay. Now, well, I think that's enough sport now, Randy, don't you?
0: Yeah, so anybody else who, who wants a uh, lacrosse talk, I mean, I'm not sure maybe <laughs> we'll bring it back sometime. I don't know, you know what I mean?
2: Crosstalk with Randy Woods. <laughs> Crosstalk, <laughs> lacrosse talk. <Hey. laughs> fucking hell. Oh, well All so right. but you're 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 fucking off again right away. We should tell people that you're you're gonna be on the road, so we're gonna be doing some road yeah. records again.
0: Yeah, you bet, you bet. Yeah. So this this week I'm on a, a series called Stories of the North. It's a Cree language television show. Uh, which is very exciting. I write the music and I also do the audio post for it. And then uh, on Sunday, I go to Winnipeg, Manitoba, which around here we like to call it Winter Pig Manits Frozen. So that's Winter Pig (laughs) Manits Frozen. And uh, because it gets fucking powerful fucking cold there, like it does here, it's just Saskatoon doesn't work as good as Winter Pig. Uh, So anyhow, I'm out there for six weeks working on another television show called Red River Gold. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll see how that all goes. It's a long time to be away from home. Uh, but, you
2: know, you yeah. only live once. Busier than a dog with three dicks. That's mm-hmm. how I would describe your, your upcoming six weeks.
0: Busier than a one-legged man in an
2: ass-kicking contest. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? We should, uh, we should get some Queen stuff. That's why we're here, Andy.
0: Oh, shit. Really?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: We do we do a Queen podcast. You, I keep having to tell you this. You, you remember this? We're not just drinking tonight and visiting. We're recording this. That's why we're speaking into microphones. And you know, good God, man, I'm even wearing my fancy headphones. I see that. I see that. And you're
0: and you're talking into your fancy new mic. And you sound. Your voice sounds rich and resonant too, as well. I gotta say. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: You absolute hound of a man. Um, okay, well, let's go to social media and let's look at the poll. So last week's song, I, I, to me, I thought was, you know, as near as slam dunk as we're ever going to get. Uh, it was the uh, Save Me from the game. Yes. A beautiful little Brian May power ballad. You suspected that this would come back 95% champion and 5% bites the dust. And I said that in the, in the episode, I said that that's what I was probably going to go with. So I went just under you and went 94%. Champion and six percent bites the dust. What was the Twitter poll result, Mister Woods?
0: Well, I'd like to point out that you weren't accurate. You weren't right. You were. I'm rounding not saying, you weren't, rounding I'm not saying you weren't close. Should, should I round you up, really? No, I mean, you've you know, done it before. Should... No, fuck that. I'm not rounding nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm such an asshole.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, okay. Kev got it. Ninety-four percent champion. Six percent bites the dust. Technically, ninety three point eight and six point three. Yeah. But you know, let's let Kev have his win. And, and you know, I he's working. He wants he wants his uh, he wants his card back, guys. So let's.
2: No, let's I'm like... I'm not taking cheap. You know, I'm not. I mean, no, I'm not having this sympathy vote. I didn't get it spot on. I got it really bloody close, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable in my masculinity enough that I can take being you know whatever it was point two percent. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'm not sure what your masculinity has to fucking do with it, but okay. <laughs> Neither do I. I just ran out of things to say for a second there. <laughs> so yeah, lots of uh, chatter on Twitter and Facebook again this week. Rob Maher is champion, obviously. I always think of it as a companion piece to spread your wings for some reason. Anything John can do, Brian can do just as well. There you go. I quite like that. Jim C., it's utterly magnificent, the
0: power ballad to rule them all. If you downvote this, why are you even listening to a Queen podcast? Go listen to a Tom Petty podcast or something, which I think was a nice little dig uh, at Mr. Brown here, which I, I uh, highly endorse, Jim. Anytime you feel like giving him the gears, he, well, you see, first of all, Jim, he needs it. And second of all, he has it coming. So
2: there you go. Yeah. You know what? Oh, no, we can't, I don't think we can ban this. This is coming. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> We can't I can't do that on the so. internet.
0: Oh, no, it doesn't work that way, buddy.
2: <laughs> uh, Paul Walbyoff says a champion first heard it on Queen Greatest Hits, the final song on side one of the album, proper Queen song with lots of passion and thought put into it. That's kind of interesting because I Paul must be maybe a little bit, little bit younger than me then, possibly because I definitely heard this when you know my dad bought the game the day it came out, and I remember you know the, the silver shiny sleeve uh, cover and taking out the the lyric sheet and the you know all the stuff you do with vinyl that you can't do with fucking downloads yeah and so i definitely i definitely was aware of this i was gonna say long before greatest hits came out but greatest hits came out the year after so it wasn't long before randy that would be a, a complete lie on my part so
0: yeah and you're not one to exaggerate so uh darren heliwell says champion one of brian's best songs and
2: freddie is outstanding on this track Justin Fotheringham or J Fod as I've I like to think of him <laughs> in my head now. J Fod. Well, you know if you can if, if Alex Rodriguez is a Rod and you know all that kind of stuff, I'm going with J Fod. Uh, it says you guys are the Monty Python of Queen podcasts. Brilliant song. The emotion in Freddie's voice is exceptional. The music is fantastic. Live in Montreal has a cracking version. Fred soars to unreal heights, and the band is goosebumpy fucking good. Perfection, hundred percent champion. I, you know what, I'll take a a, a comparison to Monty Python. Any day of the week, my friend. Any day of the week. Yeah. Is this the right one for an argument? I've told you once. (laughs) No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. didn't. I didn't. I'm telling you I did. You did not. I'm sorry. Is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? Uh,
0: Ian Winnick says, Great melody, superb lyrics, and heart-trending vocal by Freddie. A champion through and through. Based on the reaction to Kev's vote on 39, anyone who dusts this will end up naked. Far from home, and with only the shredded remains of their queen card to cover their shame. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, uh, and then Ian follows that up with, "Don't fuck it up again, Kev. If you do, I won't have your back." This, time. <laughs> but you know. See, okay, well, I'm going to go back to it. Ian, you've been too good to Kevin for too long.
2: I want to go back to Ian's comment, though. That, you know, they'll end up naked, far from home, and with only the shredded remains of their queen card to cover their shame. So, I have a question here: Is is Shame, is that what Ian refers to his um man parts as? Like is it is it is that and cause to, I mean a shredded card, it would have to be very cold to cover your shame, if indeed that's what we're talking about. Or am I on the wrong am I on the wrong path here?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how you got there. I'm not sure how you went from what he wrote <laughs> to what you just said.
2: <laughs> I you met, you've well. met me you know that my brain doesn't often st- my, my train of thought doesn't often stop to pick up passengers
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, yeah, that's true that's true yeah yeah you're, you're, you're right that, that is something
2: <laughs> uh, Nikki
0: midwife Nikki dusting it just marginally for the studio version the live version as with so many of my less favorite songs is much better in particular try to find the version where Brian mucks up the intro and Freddie remarks that it didn't actually start off so well so (laughs) and i gotta say here now i I, you know i have not been super active on twitter lately but i I just would have to assume that nikki took
2: some heat over this well you know what no not really which okay so i mean you commented and then ian just asked for this so uh, there is definitely a disproportionate response to us as podcasters and I think they're ganging up on us. I think that's where I'm going to end up here, Randy, is they're just ganging up on me and you.
0: They're, they're, they're protecting their own, and that's, and that's good,
2: you know? That's good. Okay, let's have a quick listen to this, though, because it, it is pretty good.
1: This is called Save me. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> it's time. It didn't start so fucking well. It didn't start
2: off so fucking well.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, that's brilliant. Oh, so good. Uh, Lynn Davidson says, it isn't anywhere close to being a favorite, but it's definitely a champion. Again, like, it's one of those things that... I- Especially with, you know, because we, we've sort of come to know our listeners a little bit, or certainly know some of their preferences and a little bit of their personalities. And I'm always surprised when certain people say, and eh, this one, eh, it's not one of my favourites. I always think, really? This one? I just always assume that this one is one of, like, all the hardcore. I think everyone just loved this song, but, you know, clearly, clearly not. Yeah, that's right. Black Pie, two words. Peak, Brian.
0: Yeah, good point. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, None the peakier. Paul Bradbury, None More Champion. One of the best songs Queen ever did.
2: Yeah, no argument with that one. At Lisa no. Malloy says, I adore this song. It can bring me to tears every time I listen to it. And I really cry. One of the most beautiful songs Brian composed. Absolute Stone Cold Champion. And I think that the video really, you know, it piles on the the emotion and the pathos. And, you know, it sort of gets your heartstrings vibrating a little bit. And what I you can know, your heart pickles, your heart pickles. It's, it, it, it ferments your heart pickles is what it does randy and that's yeah and that's a dangerous place to be <laughs> pj says champion and then he says in brackets don't let randy watch this gif he'll worry about the cost and it's a it's a gif of the uh the hulk the hulkster hulk hogan dropping a microphone and you definitely know that, that fucker ain't paying for that thing
0: well, no, he's not. And I, I should add too that he's he's dropping uh, what appears to be a wireless microphone, which only amplifies the cost <laughs> of a microphone, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> he's also what I what I like about this this little gif there is is you what, just check the bingo wings. Like have a look at the laugh a look at the Hulk's bingo wing just flapping away there on the underneath his what used to be his bicep. Oh, oh Jesus <laughs> Kevin.
0: What a shame an old an old angry man with a oh. bleached mustache. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
2: Well, who else are we supposed to shame? We can't shame that idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you?
2: Alice's dad with the gold tick, Barry John Williams, says, and we finally get to my favorite song on the game and my third favorite queen song, Champion. You can't really say anything else.
0: That's right. And Dieter, classic queen, champion, nuff said. Doug Seabus, Save Me was never released as a single, nor included on the original Greatest Hits here in North America. Therefore, outside hardcore Queen fans, it's still not very well known on these shores. Such a pity. Well, that's, that's interesting, because I'm in North America, and I thought it was on that. But you know what? I don't know where my g- uh, Greatest Hits CD is, so I can't confirm nor deny that.
2: But Yeah, it definitely isn't on. It definitely isn't on. And I know that uh, Keep Yourself Alive is actually on the north american greatest hits where it's not on the uk version so there are a couple of differences yeah um and i'm saying that with complete conviction and authority I'm, i think i'm right with that but <laughs> and that's so well, weird too oh, sorry uh, well yeah
0: i mean I, I i guess i just had assumed it was on greatest hits i have no no idea but as a north american i d- definitely definitely knew this song I, just from the radio alone i suppose
2: yeah Tom Bolger, I think we're going with Bolger. I think that's what we've ended up with. I'm probably wrong on that. It says, Champion, the lyrics by Brian are wonderful. Pain and anguish are always a better inspiration for writing. Good company, long away, it's late, leaving home, save me. Versus, Dancer, tear it up, give me the prize and hoot, did he, did he. Early Brian songs win, hands down, by mal. Here's a question for you, Andy. Do you subscribe to that idea that pain, you know, pain begets great art more often than not pain begets great art i don't necessarily uh, buy that personally but oh
0: no no I, I think... yeah i'm a hundred percent with tom yeah oh are you okay absolutely yeah absolutely yes i think most uh great art is uh created from from pain comedy especially uh and certainly music that doesn't mean you can't have a happy song of course not but yeah that's just my idea
2: paul moody from in the lap of the pods the great and wonderful Paul Moody. I'm going to go that far. Says, "Ugh, it's one of the greatest things." And I hope I'm pronouncing "Ugh" correct. I'm probably not, and I'm probably going to get battered for that one. But he says it's one of the greatest things ever recorded. If you say "dust," you're mad, deaf, or deaf, or trying to be some hipster cunt. And I had mentioned to Paul that I don't think you necessarily always need to suffix "hipster" with "cunt." I think you can infer that <laughs> and just go with it. That's just a given. If you are a hipster. The Venn diagram with Cunt is it's a hundred percent union. You've got it's, it's a complete overlap.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not cool to be a hipster anymore, hey? Eh? Uh, Fit light photography. Our buddy Ruddy Rutherford champion and amazingly or a greatest hit song woefully underplayed on the radio and wider media. The lyrics are divine. Amongst my favorite of any song, hard to believe it's written by the same guy who wrote <laughs> Headlong. <laughs> I love that line. I love that little bash. A top five Brian song, in my opinion. Uh, And actually studies have shown and we've, you know, we've checked the records and there have been a number of studies done and Ruddy is actually correct. This is a top five Brian song. I think that's just, undebatable for me. Well, there you go. Like you can't, you know, let's not fight the studies is what I'm trying to say.
2: Our Aussie pal, Queen Rocks AU, who we're still trying to get on the podcast. We're still trying to line updates and we will make this happen at some point. Folks says, hi guys, back from holidays. Great King Rat and Thirty Nine, both champions. As for Save Me, hands down a champ. A great song, made even better by one. My favorite Queen video. Hey, I'm probably in agreement. I'd have to think whether it's my absolute favorite, but it's definitely top three. Uh, and it says and two, the live performance in Montreal, which one of the best live renditions of any song in their catalog ever.
0: Nice. Yeah. I think we have a new commenter here who goes mm. by the name of uh, Queen Fan, which I think is you know pretty fitting. So, yeah, Queen Fan, and a whole bunch of other numbers uh, right behind it. And that's awesome. So, probably the best Queen song and definitely one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of people agreeing with you there, Queen
2: Fan. Steve Russell, hashtag Ubuntu, which I'm assuming is, I think I've probably made this joke before. I don't, I assume that's not the operating system because it's an it's, African yeah. word and I can't remember what it means. But um, it says, surely a no brainer champion. No, from the opening beautiful lines of Freddie at the piano actually Brian, which we covered in the comments, all the way through to Brian's guitar solo, as for the Montreal version, which has been brought up a couple of times before So so. Um, Rob Hatton says, I'm not sure who would dust this, but then again, I don't know what to expect from some so-called Queen fans these days. I can't help but think that's another fucking dig at me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this track is superb with beautiful and heartfelt lyrics and an excellent backing track that keeps it on the right side of the cheese. Love it. Champion. And we, I think we talked about that last week too, right? We said like, it's not cheesy. It's the, it's the right side of sincerity where it mm-hmm. is hard to write those songs, those sincere yeah. songs from a place that doesn't come across as being like, ah, oh, fucking give it up, mate. And he yeah. got it a hundred percent right in that one.
0: Yeah. And then of course, uh, you know, one person's fromage is another person's, uh, well, whatever. Another person's
2: cheese. One person's fromage is another person's cheese. <laughs> And the, the only difference being whether you surrendered in World War II. <laughs> well,
0: that's not quite what I meant, but sure. Uh, Stephen Ursel says, uh, "Emotional desolation has never felt so good. It connects on such a visceral human level and still rocks hard." Classic Brian, and this is in the top five. Freddy vocals, a perfect song. I I, I I like I like that a perfect song because I mean there is no such thing, but damn man, to me this is a. As close as you're going to get to a perfect, you know, rock song, anyhow, right?
2: Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know? yeah. I, the, the, the angle I come at that always from, I'm going to do that sense again because that was shit. The angle that I always come at that from is start from a 10 and then work your way down. What do you change and save me?
1: Mm-hmm. How, how do
2: you make it better? What do you take out? What would you, there's nothing that I would take out. There's nothing I would put in. Wouldn't change any you know what I mean? So from mm-hmm. that standpoint, it's fuck me. I don't yeah. know how you, how you get better. So. Uh, Lynn Davidson says, I think we already, Lynn's already, but she's sneaking in a second comment here, but I'm going to read it out anyway. And, you know, condense Lynn, condense your comments. I like other tracks in this album better. Dragon Attack especially, but it's a champion. Did she comment earlier? Never second guess me, Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, fuck that. Always second guess me, because yeah. you know what I'm like.
0: <laughs> uh, Richard Hearn uh, at Latest Dad says absolute champion the song that got my nine-year-old former self into Queen. My single was inexplicably warped, though new, so it even exaggerated the fluctuating melodies. <laughs> a fantastic build. If it was the original power ballad, it was the masterpiece heralding the NAF copies. Uh, so, yeah.
2: Okay, Harry Hussey, who I think might be a first-timer. I don't remember reading any of his out before. Oh, no, yes, Corkbird, yes. The, uh, the infamous Corkbird, who's, who's, again, don't Corkbirds. They don't need to be corked. They're perfectly fine being left to breathe. You know, they're fine. You always,
0: you always go there, Kev. What are you I love are it. You, are you 12? Come on.
2: <laughs> Mentally and intellectually? Yes, you know this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he asked what the song was playing near the end of this week's pod. Um, and so, because I'd put in, we were talking about what we, the, the way this came about was we were talking about songs, per, sort of perfect songs that are those songs that you can play really with sort of any accompaniment. And if it's just a, just a soul piano or a soul guitar or whatever, and it's just one person singing and playing the song, it works. And so I'd shared your song, Take Me Back, from the Red Album, the Absolutely Red Album, which I think falls into that category. And so I'd put that in the episode, and someone picked up on it. So there you go. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, Kev. I appreciate that. That's a
0: very, very wonderful comp- compliment. I appreciate that.
2: But Harry does go on to say, this isn't in my own top three on the game, but that points more at the strength of that album, A Champion All Day Long. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Good point. Dominic Pierce, great song. Some of Bry's best lyrics, fantastic vocals from Fred doesn't get much better than this champion every day of the week and twice on Sunday, uh, which would just bring that number up exponentially. If you like, if you double it on Sunday (laughs) and then, uh, Brian Crozier says it seldom gets better. Great production, writing and musicianship. It's on greatest hits one and it belongs in that company. The solo for fuck's sakes, incredible
2: champion. Yeah, that champion that Kev said wasn't played on the Red Special because Kev's a dick. Um, Prime Jive <laughs> Funster says, champion, not only one of Queen's finest songs, but one of Rock's finest. Seriously, from production to instrumentation, vocals, and lyrics, it's tough to beat. This is Queen. I like that this is Queen, because that sounds like, you know, I like this is spinal tap. I like the well, idea of this, this is Queen being sort of, yeah. you know.
0: Well, you know, and that's and that's a I, I like that too, because I mean None more queen, really. That's when I think of, when I think of that song, it's like, well, I mean, I don't know how we're going to get any more queeny than this, right? Absolutely. And Steve at uh, uh, Queen Rocks says, amazing production, gorgeous lyrics, moving vocals, and a guitar solo that melts both heart and face, a reserved rhythm section that served the song perfectly and an exceptional music video, an absolute champion.
2: Lots really to good. talk about the production too, and that's one of the things that I commented on, and I will always comment on songs from the game, is just it sounds so fucking good. Certainly does. Uh, I'll finish up on Twitter here, Randy, with Stephen Jones says, save me as a champion, and anyone who votes otherwise is just not hooked up right. The planets were aligned when this song came to be. Everything about it is perfection. And Kevin, you've done good. Replacement queen card is in the mail. There you go. I'm back. Folks, nah, I am fucking no, no, back. No. no. No, no, no. Believe, Stephen, I Jones do believe said, so. I
0: stated this had to come through me. And no, I don't know, I'm pretty fucking spiteful still. Stephen
2: so. Jones, I believe, and I think I'm—you know—fact-check me on this, folks. But I'm pretty sure that Stephen Jones is the uh, deputy uh, administrator in the uh, Queen uh, Fan Club Card Issuance Office. So, fuck you, Mister Woods. Well,
0: I guess if he holds those credentials, I'll have to allow it. I mean, what what choice do I have?
2: <laughs> <laughs> ha I made those credentials up. Fuck you. Okay, over on Facebook, Andy Hall Radio. The eighties marked the beginning of the end of those trademark piano ballads of Freddie's. The sort of dynamics heard on gems like "Save Me" soon became a thing of the past. As one of the final compositions of its kind, it is most certainly a champion. Particularly, 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 for those of us who found ourselves yearning for an overcorrection from the synth-heavy music of Queen's later years. We still loved and supported them, but it would never be the same as it was.
0: Uh, Russell Watkins champion all day every day for me outstanding top shelf ballad lovely light and shade throughout so freddie can squeeze every ounce of feeling from the lyrics so heartfelt particularly when he sings slate will soon be clean deservedly a single as many can relate to it save me also includes my favorite brian may guitar solo Goose pumps every time
2: i hear it yeah all good especially especially the second one the second solo is just Mm -hmm. fuck me it was and we again we sort of commented on that and we were I became fully tumescent in the episode and it was it was all it was great. Um so you know guitar wood. Yep. Not Guitar Woods, which is you. That's yeah. it, that was your nickname in school, right? Guitar Woods. That's right. It wasn't, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, no. But what was your what was your nickname in high school? Did you have one? Yeah. What was it? What was you I don't know this. This is this is okay. This is an exclusive folks. What was your nickname in high school, Randy? <laughs> uh it's really it's
0: really not that exciting, Kev what was yours how about that mushroom <laughs> mushroom yeah What? because you like you brought mushrooms to school oh no you because you my fucking hair
2: looked like a crash helmet my hair was like <laughs> you know it was the 70s 80s we didn't have any money we couldn't afford uh, hairdressers so you got the ball on your head yeah mushroom was my my name uh well
0: yeah so mine mine was yeah mine's not very exciting it was like uh woodsy woody <laughs> woody woodpecker those kinds of things <laughs> And then for a brief period, well, yeah, more than a brief period. People call me
2: Rudy and just don't even ask me why. Well, did they have a message for you? Would they they might have, <laughs> but I never got it. Lynn DeAnda, was it all wasted, all that love? Heartbreaking perfect. You can I mean honestly, pick any line out of this song, too. That's we talked about that, you know, with Brian's lyrics, sometimes not, you know, always hitting the nail on the head. I think you pick any line out of this fucking song and you could say, oh, just listen to this line. It's great. They all work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth Thompson Hewen says, it's
0: always been my fave and what Brian has done with the title is astounding.
2: Nick Cross says, what a cracking song and lyrics from Sir Bry." So he's getting elevated here because of the, you know, when he, when he, when he does well, he's Sir Bry. When he's Mm -hmm. done something we disapprove of, he just becomes Brian again. And full Brian, not even Bri. That says some of the best lines ever written in this song, I reckon. A soul for sale or rent. You've been mistaken. It was a Freddie song. Uh, How strong it is lyrically and some of the dubious Brian May songs discussed in the past. Pure perfection. Couldn't agree more.
0: Exactly. James Lawrence, 100% champion. Very underrated song. Seen uh, a few Queen cover bands and half the audience never seems to know Save Me, despite it being on Greatest Hits. Always gives
2: me a what the fuck moment. Serena Skimicha says, I think we've pronounced that name differently every single time we read it, and I'm going to continue to do so. Yeah, let's keep changing it up. Uh, It says, never really like this song. I wouldn't rubbish it totally, but for the purpose of the poll, it is dust. Dramatic pause. Mm. I tend to skip it if I'm not busy doing something. Sorry, Brian. Wow. Not only a dust, but a skipper. Save me, a fucking skipper. Wow. Well, well, you know,
0: hopefully Brian doesn't get wind of that. Uh, wind of that there. Serena. Well, I'm, def-
2: I'm definitely making a Serena is wrong T-shirt, so that's that's gonna happen. So, <laughs>
0: uh, Isabel Bernier, love, love, love that song, Champion for me, and the live version from Montreal is the ultimate best. Michael J. Smith says absolute perfection. One of those songs where the perfect lyrics and melody come together. I hang my head and I advertise a soul for sale or rent. Beautiful, another Corker episode, guys. Good to hear men at work get a mention.
2: Yes, indeed. We're, we're both fans, man. Yes. We're both big love, fans.
0: Love Mr. Colin Hay.
2: Uh, Alexander Rye says, Absolute Champion. And Jim Condon says, How could anyone dust this? It's a primo power ballad from one of Queen's greatest albums. And then he's got... <laughs> I mean, that's definitely one of the weirdest, most unsettling gifts yeah. kicking around. It It's like a stuffed yeah. cat. Definitely taxidermied. Not even a real one. So yeah, is that, is I don't a know, a cat or a monkey? I can't tell. Oh, is it not a cat? Maybe it's not a cat. It's well, yeah, it's got sort of, it's got digits, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got sort of little fingers there. So I don't want to yeah, look at it anymore. I'm going I'm to yeah, scroll creep- down. I don't want to see it anymore.
0: You're creeping us out, Jim. <laughs> Deborah Standinger says sheer perfection with great lyrics, a champion all day long, and Mary Cam says champion for me. Um, yeah. Also, my, my favorite song to watch live when Brian starts out on the piano, and somehow immediately magically switches to the Red Special with Freddie on the piano. How do they do that? Uh, for example, quickly, quickly. They do. It yeah, quickly. I would say I would say <laughs> probably uh, some some degree of. <laughs> Some degree of urgency <laughs> no but it's a fair question it's yeah it's it's awesome yeah.
2: um alan dudney the alan dudney because there is only, there will be there can be only one alan dudney alan dudney looks like a lady <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. wrong podcast so it's <laughs> 100% champion a total queen sound song loved it since the first time i heard it when introduced as the new single on the crazy tour Probably my favorite video as well. Perfect mix of animation and a band on stage. Freddie reaching out for the dub at the end is just brilliant. Anyone that does this is beyond saving and should book themselves in for confession with the cardinal pronto, where they will be told to go fuck themselves. I assume that's the uh, is that the Latin yeah. version of fuck? It's f- yeah. Okay, good. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, he's truncating it because he, he doesn't have fucking time. <laughs> he doesn't have fucking time. That's right. uh, just, just a word about the video. When Freddie sings "Save Me," notice his mouth shape. I've always thought it looks like he's mouthing "Save Moo." Save Moo. Now <laughs> that's something that I, you know, as a an, an amateur hobbyist, you know, singer, I, I, something I learned gradually and sort of eventually was that when you <laughs> controlling your mouth shape actually changes the way the fucking sounds come out of your fucking stupid face hole mm-hmm. um and so when you know how to do that properly it's a very useful tool in your arsenal so fred you know moved his mouth around yeah he did and
0: i kind of like what alan was saying here too about uh maybe we should start booking some of these folks in for confession so mm. uh you know i would rather not if we don't have to <laughs> but if anybody needs to be told to go fuck themselves you can just uh just let me
2: know, and I'll help you out. <laughs> well, remember when, in, what was that thing in, the, in you know back in the in the Middle Ages when the Catholic Church would would basically sell forgiveness, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. But yeah. maybe
2: we could do that. Maybe we can make a book or two in this, Randy. <laughs> nah, we're here for the love, buddy. All right, we have a wheel spin. We're starting off a new season, Randy. Did you know that? You never know this. No, I never know these things. No. Yeah, season five, season five of this fucking lame podcast, Randy. Already. I don't even know how it happened. Okay, what do you want to listen to? It's got to be a Queen song. That's the only caveat.
1: Oh, okay,
2: okay, okay.
1: Well, you
0: know what I'm going to say. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and break the I'm gonna try and break the internet here, and I'm gonna say,
2: uh, "Don't try suicide from the game." Oh, so back to back game songs. That's yeah. what you're hoping for tonight. All right, that's
0: the way I fucking play it, man.
2: I want to start clearing out some of the stuff off the miracle because we think we've had two. We've had breakthrough and I want it all from the miracle, right? Those are the two we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get rid of a few of those songs yep. too, but or, sorry, not get rid of, but cover. Let's talk about, let's talk about and cover a few of those songs. So Ooh. I want to listen to Khashoggi's Ship tonight. Okay. No, it's not going to be a popular choice with certain no. parts of the fandom, but that's what I want to listen to. I do not know that song, so I'd be interested to hear it. So I'm not going to ask you to explain what we do on this podcast because if by now people don't know, you know, fucking get a grip. Or you could just go back to the last 40 episodes where one of us explains it every time. Yeah. So we're not gonna do it, Randy. We're not gonna bow to peer pressure. We're just gonna spin this goddamn wheel. I
1: like I like
2: how
0: you've I like how you've t- kind of taken charge here, Kev.
2: Round and round and round she goes, and where she stops. Well, eventually all of us will know. We are gonna get. Oh. Alright. Well. We're not getting anywhere close to what either of us asked for, because the wheel does that. The wheel taketh and giveth and fucketh and shitteth. What is the wheel doing to us this week, Mr. Woods?
0: Well, what we have this week, uh, Kev, is we have Let Me Live from Made in Heaven, which I know is a very popular album amongst the Queen fandom.
2: Well, there are certain corners that love it, and there are certain corners that don't even consider it canon. So,
0: you know. Should we go and do some research and come back and, and see what's uh, see what we can share with these lovely folks?
2: <laughs> research, don't we just talk endlessly with you know no knowledge at all about even the mo- most basics?
0: Yes, yes. When right, I say well, research, I mean so we can go get
2: another beer. Aha! Then I'm on board. In a world. Where Queen Facts Matter. Two men. One tall, one not tall. Will scour the internet relying mainly on Wikipedia. Kevin Brown, Randy Woods in Seaside Pod Review. Okay, well, before we... Dig into this one, Randy. I usually ask you, do you know this song? But before I ask you that, because I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, because I haven't listened to Made in Heaven a lot, and I haven't heard the record for a number of years. Right off the top of my head, I don't know this one. I can't remember. I can't remember. this. this, I think this is the first time to, to sort of kick off to season five. We've got a podcast for us where I actually don't remember this song. Now, there's a good chance that once it starts, I'll go, oh, okay, yeah, no, it's that one. But from looking at the title,
1: looking at the lyrics, I don't remember it. Well, that's interesting. So this
0: will be, uh, be uh, fun for you too. hmm Hey, so this, uh, it just is credited as being written to Queen, or written by Queen, sorry. And uh, of course, we have uh, Mr. Freddie Mercury doing some singing, Brian doing some singing, and Roger, and they're all playing the prospective instruments. And of course, uh, Mr. Deacon on the bass. And we've got some backing vocalists, which isn't typical for Queen. I guess obviously we have an idea why that is the case in this particular instance gary martin catherine porter miriam stockley and rebecca lee white all on backing vocals recorded uh in los angeles at the record plant in 83 then in surrey uh cosford mill in 95. uh then the townhouse uh in london in 1995 for mixing so uh what i found really interesting and cool about this and i had absolutely no idea about this Was I guess this came from a jam of him and Rod Stewart, or uh, when I say him, I mean, I think Brian, right? Or was it the whole band? I think it might
2: have been the band, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that, but... Yeah, so it comes from a jam, apparently, right?
0: Yeah. And also, uh, apparently in the original version, Rod fucking Stewart fucking sang on it. Yeah. Uh, But then it was replaced later on by uh, uh, in 83 by Mr. Taylor himself, Roger. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I had no idea there was any collaboration amongst them.
2: Yeah, and and so the cost of mill, of course, is Rogers, you know, that's his private studio, his personal studio, is it's not really right. a home studio exactly, but <laughs> but the, you know, Rebecca Lee White, I do know because she sings on a Pink Floyd album that I think is much maligned and shouldn't be, the Division Bell. Yeah, um reading about all this stuff like Another Piece of My Heart by uh Irma Franklin, Aretha's sister. That's why I was getting confused. There's parts of this that were taken out because it resembled it too closely, and they were worried about copyright. But apparently, and maybe we'll have to dig around a little bit in the podcast and find because there are, you know, legacy versions of it on vinyl, and you know, the copies out there with those parts still in. So it'll be interesting to go back and listen to those and see how close hmm. they were. And I did notice as well. Uh, this was on the on Wikipedia. that according to the Queen website. BBC Radio 1 banned this song from the airwaves well you know what we should do Randy we should just we should get into it because again I'm not it's just this song is not ringing a bell for me sweet hit play buddy
1: don't you
2: take okay last week we talked about you know the comments came back on twitter about non more queen this one non less queen in a lot of ways
0: yeah sounds nothing like a queen track so far well traditional queen track anyhow. here no I mean but, you, get you f- know like normally normally that would be freddie doing his own choir
2: voices or him and roger or whatever right but uh, yeah the three of them would uh, be roger freddie and brian and hmm obviously you got to make do because fred's gone and but again i mean we'll get this in we'll, we'll we'll get into this at the end and we'll definitely talk about this more as we go through some of these tracks on on Made in Heaven but eh,
1: yeah make another little piece of my heart why don't you take
2: Okay, so if you think about this being from '76, this just doesn't. F- you can see why this went nowhere because this does not fit with what Queen were doing in the in the mid '70s in any way. Well, it's a gospel. It's a
0: gospel song. Yeah, hundred percent. Which I mean, I guess when I was reading it, it, it kind of said as much. But I was thinking, well, uh, okay, uh, uh, gospel how? But yeah, totally, just a gospel song uh, with with Freddie singing it. So, but but you know, good point. Yeah, in '76, how how would this? You can see how it was a non-starter.
2: Yeah, and even in... I mean, to be honest, even in 83. Yeah. Like, with the works, you think, yeah, it doesn't fit that either. Um, I, I can see why it got... You know, every I think every band, even the big bands have got those songs that they think, it's a good song. It just doesn't fit anywhere. Like, it, we just can't get it into this other yeah. set of songs that we've written and you can shoehorn things and bands have done that to their detriment where you do shoehorn in one of those songs. You think, well, this doesn't fucking work. Why is this on this album? Yeah. You know, like um, I'd say, you know, uh, everything on his Syria by Def Leppard shouldn't have been on that album, right? So, you know, you, you can you can ponder this and you can you can debate it, but I think it's a good idea not to put this on A Day at the Races or anything, in, you know, or, or jazz or anything. And it's a good idea not to put it on the works either, I think, so far.
0: Or, or maybe not in, even in made in heaven.
2: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see that when it comes to the end. We'll, maybe we'll see.
0: Well, that was the queeniest bit so far mm-hmm. with Brian coming in with his, his guitar there. That was actually, that was actually pretty sweet and none more queen, but then but it, so far,
2: so far, that's kind of really it. <laughs> don't you think though, that at, at that point you're expecting a push now you're expecting a big build and then there's this weird dro- dynamic drop again, which like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They're just that's a weird. Of the sort of. Yeah. I just felt that felt awkward to me. Okay, so sorry. Who wrote the lyrics in this one? Well, I was just gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna start.
0: I gotta start calling some corny ass fucking lyrics there. They, those sound like fucking Raj lyrics to me. <laughs> I'll tell you, not fucking great. And, yeah. <laughs> and '90s Raj lyrics too. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, he's got such a great vocal, but fuck me, man. I, and I don't know if you wrote those lyrics, but
2: well, enjoyed. I'm. Yeah, I think because. You know, the well, bit that Freddy yeah, sang, was... I, I'm assuming those are the ones that Fred wrote and sang and those are the ones that sort of, you know, survived whatever fucking, well, we're not going to use this. Let's just overwrite this and use this tape again. Those are the lyrics that survived. I'm pretty sure that Roger wrote. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet you wrote all the rest of these lyrics.
0: Yeah, well, because it was mentioned in Queen All the Works, right, that he had right. written. It didn't say he wrote everything, but it said that he wrote some. So, yeah, I mean, hey, you know. Queen by or or Raj if he wants to come on the podcast too. By the way, we should love. We'd love to have you on. We could talk about your lyrics.
2: (laughs) Again, shortest interview in podcast history. You guys are no. I wouldn't. I I would not be mean. I would I would lean into the songs where I thought he fucking nailed it. Is what I would do. I'd be you know I'd be strategic, Randy, in talking to Mister Taylor.
0: Well, you you know what? You are the ultimate strategist, so I'm sure you would really you know you'd. Hooker, you'd get him, and he'd oh, and he'd be like, oh, sorry, yeah, you're right. Those are terrible lyrics.
2: <laughs> Let's listen to more terrible lyrics, then. Again, that's a not, that's a Queen push. Yeah. There you go. That's a bit of Queen. That's a bit of bit of rock and roll, right?
1: It, it, it was a nice
0: solo too. Really, I, mm-hmm. you know. All in all, I mean, it actually kind of started off all, all almost a bit uh, a bit country, a bit major or something, you know. But uh, <laughs> he made it all Brian at the in the end. So, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. So, okay. There well, was some, there was, there was some nice guitar playing. There. there was some good. I mean, there, again, every single Queen song I think in the catalog. There's going to be at least one thing where we can say I really like that, even though I don't like this song. That bit is really fucking cool, and it's going to be either Freddie's vocal, Brian's guitar, Mister Deacon's bass, which we haven't talked about at all in this song because it's been nondescript nope. so far, or nope. some kind of weird fill from Rog. But okay, let's let's listen out for John then because I haven't yep, really noticed him yet. So no. Nope. What is that drum sound there? I think Rogers Rogers toms usually sound big and epic, and there they sounded not, not even that sort of gated reverb. That Phil, it wasn't quite that, but it was. A, that's a weird effect that they're on that tom.
0: A little frappy. Can you just go back? Can you just mm-hmm. go back like thirty seconds? Let me live and make a brand new
2: start. I don't like that sound.
0: Yeah, it really. It's, it's yeah, they're still them just sounds like it's in a big verb a a big room big room sounding verb
1: yeah it's not it's not crisp it doesn't yeah there's no presence
0: to it right so um but you know hey fuck i'm not roger taylor so (laughs) you're
2: not wearing a sombrero for starters
0: well, I was just going to say, actually, this shot here of, of,
2: of Roger and Fred is, is super Fantastic, cool. eh? Yeah, isn't that so, awesome? Yeah. So, yeah, we're watching the official lyric video, and it's, actually, it's the best part of the song for me so far. <laughs> so far, it's the best
0: part of the song, yeah.
2: Yeah, I can kind of see where the issues with taking a little piece of my heart were. Well, I mean, even even this redacted version. Yeah. Yeah, I get it.
0: I was thinking the same thing. It ran right off the top, too. They were uh, uh, the, the the opening line was, why don't you take another piece of my heart?
2: It's like, oh, which, wait, but I mean, that's not it. I mean, I'm sure that line's crops up sure. all over the fucking place. That's fine. But when you yeah. get in yeah. a lot of the. <laughs> the, you know, rhythmically and melodically So, yeah, I'm pretty close here, boys Yeah Take
1: another piece Take another piece Please let me another love. piece Take another piece Take another piece Take oh, another why piece Why don't you take another Take, take another, another piece, piece of my Piece of my heart
2: Okay, where's the hook in this song Randy
0: yeah yeah well I mean it, the hook's there it's just
2: it's whether you like it or not oh, man I mean there's just yeah I mean we're showing our hand here and I don't think it's gonna be any surprise when we've all I'm gonna guess here but no, no. Th- there's just not much so far that makes this a Queen song to me I mean it's it is well, okay we'll, we'll get into the end let's yeah, Let's finish out let's, let's do let the fade right, away then. fade away all right.
1: I have something to say it's better to burn out than to fade away. Do take...
2: Okay, I'm just going to stop it again quickly there, though. But Roger singing Let Me Live underneath there. Fucking pump that up. Like, he's hitting a good note there. Jack that up in the uh, in the mix. like, oh, my God. Well,
0: no, yeah, no, no. I was just going to say, you know, you know, you you know, you don't have to. Not everything has to be upfront. You know, if if it's if it's cool well, and rocking, and That should have been. But still, in this particular case, yeah, it's one of the better things that's been happening for the last <laughs> four and a half minutes. So. <laughs>
2: there you go, Kev. A little bit of piano at the end. Quite like that. That's nice. Yeah, little, that's cool. That's nice, a little colder.
0: So I don't think we should fuck around
2: too much here, Kev. I really don't, well, because I think
0: we've got lots to say. I think, well, I think we should I, get rid right to the voting, eh?
2: I would Before we do that, Randy, oh, I would oh, actually oh. like to go back and listen to this through. Oh. In full, because <gasps> I'm not huge familiar. And I want to actually sit down and... Because, you know, when we go through this, you know, we do this in real time, folks, obviously. And we stopped the song and we were queuing each other. Me and Randy are looking at each other and sort of saying, stop it here with our hands and whatnot and to pick on certain things. But I don't, I really actually don't remember this song, Randy. I still, nothing about this song is. Yeah, I was going to ask you I that. Think, yeah. I think there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. But I want to go back and listen to it in full and make some better Do notes it. about the things that I actually want to talk about. So let's, let's give it a listen. You know, let's, um, let's cue up this uh, mid 90s. I'm not going to call it a power ballad because we had a power ballad last week. I'm going to call this a, just just a ballad is what I'm going to call this.
1: Take a piece of my
2: we'll see what we're through and then we'll an, come back and we'll talk about it. An more. unpowered right, ballad. An unpowered ballad. Take a piece my soul. <laughs> big echo, big rock finish. I mean... And again, you leave a little bit to the end where that could have been in there somewhere else. <sighs> yeah, the,
0: yeah, the piano outro is kind of cool, right?
2: Yeah. Well, Kev, oh. let's not muck
0: about All right. Uh I think I voted last.
2: First. I'm gonna, last. I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check because I've started writing this down. Oh, okay, okay. I voted first last time. Okay, well So gonna... it's your fucking turn to vote first this time. Okay. So for you, is this a champion? hmm Or yeah. is this mm-hmm. one gonna bite the dust? And another one gone! Gee, you surprised me.
0: I know. I I really feel like I don't even really need to ask you this question because I'm pretty sure I know the answer. But you know what, Kev? Uh, I've been thinking about this, and I've been kind of just sitting around here for the last hour or so (laughs) listening to this song. And what I'm curious about is, do you like the song? Is this a champion or does this one bite the dust, Kev? And another one
1: gone, and another one gone, another one bite the dust,
0: yeah! Well, tell me why. Tell me why, buddy.
2: Okay, mainly... The biggest reason Randy, is that this song has no fucking soul to me. It is what it, what it is is exactly what it, sorry what it sounds like is exactly what it is. It's a fragment of an idea that they had a bit of a vocal from Freddie that they just sort of thought well we've not got much else let's try and pad the album out and it's what most people I think the more sort of you know critical queen fans don't like about Made in Heaven is this. It's we'll take this thing that was never finished Freddie clearly didn't really give that much of a shit about it, otherwise he would have done something with it. And just let's try and pad it out. And it feels like a man, fuck it. It's what five, four minutes, I don't know, four twenty-eight or something on the the official Queen video is four fifty-one, but there's a bunch of blank space at the beginning. So it it's too long. It's it's that's the ultimate sin for a fucking queen song for me is it's boring. And there's just nothing about it to me that says queen. Where's the where's the key change? Where's the weird bit in the middle? Where's anything at all? Apart from that little piano outro, and I do I do kind of like the, you know, we, we said the the push from the solo coming out, and the solo's pretty good. That push out from the solo's cool. And I like the idea of Freddie doing one verse, Roger doing one verse, Brian doing one verse. And it's kind of curious, actually, that they never tried that when they were, you know, recording for real. But overall, I mean... It just sounds like any fucking mid 90s ballad. I'd written out, the first thing I'd written down, Randy, was that I remember that fucking all for one that Rod Stewart did with Sting and Ryan Adams? Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. with those three vocalists, should have been money.
1: Now it's all for one and all one.
2: But it was just this cheesy, horrid sort of dad rock crap. And that's what this reminds me of. Well, I'd argue that that song that you're talking is better be than ass. this one.
0: Well, but, but I would argue that you said would be money. Well, I would say that that was m- money. I, it, yeah. No, no, for now, sure. now was it a cheesy ass fucking song? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow, okay, well, here's my little, uh, here's my little wrap up. Uh, and first of all, I'll say this. So first of all, songwriting is hard. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It's not hard to craft a couple of chords. That's, that's, that's not the hard part. The hard part is actually writing a song that's, cohesive and interesting and changes and, and, and it's interesting to fucking listen to. Uh, second, I'm going to say that writing lyrics is difficult. It's really hard. It's really hard to not sound like a fucking idiot. It's really hard to be sincere when you're trying to be sincere, or sometimes you're trying to be, uh, weird and strange and people don't fucking get it. And so songwriting and lyric writing are difficult. Uh, so specifically to this song, uh, the backing vocals are. I would say are absolutely sensational. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sound amazing. They obviously have some extraordinarily talented singers. Uh, doesn't sound like anything. Like doesn't sound like Queen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know the the solo. The I I think the guitar solo is great, and it comes out of that kind of. It turns it into a little bit of a bridge, and it adds a bar, and that's kind of cool. And and Brian does a couple really nice little pull offs, and then they come down to that. Cheesy breakdown, which is just kind of a cop out because it just kind of feels like, well, I guess we should kind of, you know, try and, you know, pad this out a little bit or, well, you know, whatever their fucking reason is. Uh, and then my note, which you already said, yes, soul, and then, you know, subtract it, you know, soul. Yeah. And then, and then further to your point was this song, whenever it was conceived, wasn't good enough in the first place to put on any album subsequent to this. So, uh, in my estimation, they are polishing a turd. Mm-hmm. And not to a high sheen. And, well, I mean, and, and you know what? You can polish a turd. You let it dry out and you can polish it and you can get to a really <laughs> nice sheen to it if you wanted. And, and, and and you know, maybe we could argue about whether this is a sheened turd or not, but it does not change the fact that it is a turd. And it's just a very, very mediocre song with some str- extraordinarily cringeworthy lyrics in the middle that both times oh, when they came by Kevin and i looked at each other and i i gave my my fake you know heartfelt you know bullshit lyric vocalist you know kind of stance <laughs> it, i mean like...
2: yeah and it's a long hard struggle yeah yeah but you can always depend on me and if you're ever in trouble hey you know where i will be <laughs> like fucking hell Rog. really
0: well you know because you know what they sound like so and and i guess you know, at this point, everybody realizes that I, I'm a musician as well. And I, I'm, I, and I write songs and so, so it's really hard to, it's really hard to, to, to criticize other people's lyrics because yeah. it's really hard. It's difficult. It's challenging. And, and I've written some awful shit in my life too, but man, is that, is that bad? And what's the, what's the cuts, like a knife line there with, that's the one that really got me cause it's like
2: fucking <laughs> luck.
0: I, I, I closed my lyric. Uh, oh, yeah, ready. So,
2: yeah, okay. Yeah, read it out, read it out. Okay. So, the, the line you're thinking of, why don't you take another little piece of my life? Why don't you twist it and turn it and cut it like a knife? Okay, wait. <laughs> first of all, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's <laughs> incoherent because you cut with a knife. Brian Adams yes. cuts like a knife. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cut it. Cut it like a knife. What do you mean?
1: Yeah. I don't this, get this, what this, you're trying to say here.
2: <laughs> It's not just bad, it's incoherent. Oh my lord, dear god. (laughs) Oh
0: my, why can't we just be friends?
2: Stop living a lie. Oh, there's nothing about this that's there's nothing about this that's very good. Yeah, I mean, again, 446, man, this song was kind of over at three minutes just fade well, out you know of 3 minutes that that'd have yeah. been all right i'd even maybe, maybe would even... have liked it better if they yeah. if
0: they had a tr- tr- you know truncated it down to like you know 2 minutes 30 maybe we would go up oh, Yeah, it was,
2: yeah,
1: they yeah that's all right. It and
0: uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well that was over quickly you know <laughs> yeah
0: you know it's a shitty song It's a good thing it's short
2: <laughs> hey look we know it's not all gold in this catalog folks we know that we're not going to always hit a home run not everything can be saved me, and this most fucking certainly isn't. I'm still kind of surprised a little bit that I just, nothing about this, it, it sparked any kind of memory in, in my head. Like, Mother Love, and, you know, there's a ton of stuff on Made in Heaven. I was born to love you, on so the Heaven for Everyone, Too Much Love Will Kill You, Winter's Tale, Mother Love, My Life Has Been Saved. I know all these songs. This one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think maybe my brain just blocked it out, Randy. Maybe my brain said, no. Nah. Pete says, no. <laughs> You know, I was just like, nope, you're not saving that one.
0: Yeah, well, you probably heard it once and thought, oh, this is kind of shit, so, uh, you know. Here's a question for you, Kev. Made in Heaven came out in...
2: Oh, is a good question. 1995. November 1995-ish, I think. Yeah, yes. November 1995, yeah. 1995.
0: Yeah, I mean, because it really, it really, this really feels like an early song by a by sort of a junior songwriter that's just trying to kind of find his own yeah, or her own voice and uh, yeah, and for me, it's just a little a, a bit too paint by numbers and
2: yeah, it makes extraordinary that this reached number nine on the u k charts. Yeah. like what on earth like I said, I think it's that thing that again made having Maiden heaven gets criticized, and I think somewhat unfairly, but so, but some at the same time, sometimes fairly about being a bit exploitative in the fact that people would just wanted to hear Freddie again. They wanted to hear his voice again and anything would do, right? And it's Freddie singing, and he sounds great. He fucking sings it great. You know, we didn't, we didn't talk about that. His vocal's great on this song. Yeah. It's course. Freddie Mercury, man. The guy can fucking sing anything. Yeah. Um, but that's not enough, really. I think if you've got any sort of bar for what you want to listen to, this this song just fails to meet it at any level. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think the ultimate, I think the ultimate um dusting of this song probably comes from Queen themselves when they turned it down for not one but two albums prior to 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 Freddie's death. Yeah. So well, I mean, I mean, what well, more can you say? And, <laughs> you know? And that's what I was going to say. I was going to add here, like I mean, I've got, I've got some a few songs in my little you know, my little world that I, I would like to finish. And I, I think there's a, like a little gem of goodness and, you know, so I, I understand that when you've got a, 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 some sort, some song in your, in your, in your back catalog, you think, Oh man, if we could just kind of work this up. And so, you know, I understand how they would, there would be an appetite to finish this. And, but they, I guess what I'm saying is they should have went on their with their original instincts.
2: Well, and here's, here's the thing for you. I mean, um, Rod Stewart. Who was a collaborator on this song, mm-hmm. also <laughs> never revisited it or said, Hey, can I borrow that song that we did? Because Rod Stewart ran out of material, I don't know, about 25, 30 years ago, and probably yeah. ordinarily would have 70- recorded, it, but even he didn't go back to this one.
0: Where about 79 is when Rod Stewart?
1: Fucking <laughs> <rest>. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Hey, with me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm going to ask you an emergency question, Randy. I'm going to throw to a different podcast that I listen to. I'm going to ask you an emergency question because I think we've... Our an emergency
0: question? I yeah, like the, that.
2: I'll... So It's an emer- emergency questions Are those questions that you need to have on hand when uh, the conversation starts to stagnate and you feel that you think, you know, I'm, I'm oh. actually I'm a little bit bored now. I need to re-engage the person I'm talking to. Oh, well. Um, right, so here's your question. Would you rather have a tit that dispenses talcum powder or a finger that can travel through time? And what would you do with such a power? What
0: the fucking kind of bullshit fucking question is that?
2: It's one of Richard Herring's questions. <laughs> and if you have questions, if you have follow-up questions about the amount of talcum powder or what the finger can do and what time it can do, yeah. I have the answers because I listen to a religiously. So, there you go. Talcum, cool. powder, uh, t- talcum powder tit. Or well, a finger, tra- time-traveling finger. What do you want to choose?
0: To what benefit is a talcum powder fucking tit? There's no benefit.
2: Well, it depends if you use talcum powder or not. If you, have, well, if you had mean, a baby.
0: Yeah. and Quite useful.
2: it save you a bit of money.
0: But, I mean, not as much as a fucking magical
2: time-traveling finger could. But what would you do with your time-traveling finger? Tell me what you'd do. Because only your finger can travel, not, not the rest of you. you can, there's a little hole that you can see through. So you can see where your finger is. But you, you are not there. It's just your finger. What would you do? <laughs> you could tickle Chuck Berry's balls, for example. I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing that, but and I don't. I also don't know why that's the first thing my brain went to.
0: Well, yeah, that is interesting that you went straight to Chuck Berry's fucking sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, you know, it's just such a ridiculous question that, that it made me think of uh, of a Chuck Berry uh, story I heard. Mm. You want to hear it? Yeah. So I got the story from a friend of a friend, musician who uh, got hired to, uh, and he played with with Chuck Berry. And he said, "What songs are we gonna play? <laughs> are we gonna play tonight, Chuck?" And you know what Chuck Berry said? Chuck Berry songs. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, he also really... would not
0: go. He also would not go on stage till he was paid full in cash, which I think is fucking brilliant.
2: I oh hey, me too. I mean that's like that's that thing of like, dude, I started playing the fucking fifties. You pay me before. no pay no play (laughs) yeah no Uh, anyhow what's what's the the, the three amigos thing no dough no show
1: yeah
0: (laughs) can i have your watch when you die
1: (laughs) can i have your watch when you are dead what did he say
2: Uh, do you have anything other than uh, it do you have anything other than mexican food
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! Brilliant. Well, anyhow, Kev, you know I already feel as though we've kept people long enough, and maybe you know, maybe in their comments they can tell us exactly what they would do with their magical time traveling finger, and uh, and I'll and we can talk about that to, uh, not tomorrow, but uh, maybe next week. Uh, at which time I will be in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and it will not be frozen yet. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for that.
2: Before we wrap things up completely, though, Randy, we've got mm. to guess. We've got to guess the poll. Oh. <gasps> and it is your turn to go first okay i'm gonna say that wait 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 no hang on oh. a minute oh, oh. no you went first on the poll last time well just tell me what the fuck to do
0: man so What's we're out we're,
2: we're out of sync here so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you go first so that we're clean so you go first and then i'll go first on both next week whatever man whatever dude
0: Whatever, dude. All right. Okay. So, uh, what the fuck am I doing here? You uh, you lost me there
2: <laughs> How are people going to vote on this?
0: Oh, well, they, they're all going to fucking hate song.
2: They all the, gonna, the, the, the song. The song, not sad. the finger thing. We're going to do a poll for the finger nope. thing as well. But... No, I'm
0: not talking about the finger thing anymore at all. I'm talking about this fucking piece of shit fucking song <laughs> and people are not going to like it. And they're going to, I'm going to say that 30% will upvote it. 70% are going to think it's a piece of fucking garbage. 30, 70.
2: That's strong. Yeah.
0: I know. Well, I mean, I I feel I really feel like the uh, the Queen nerddom uh, are are gonna are gonna be with me on this one.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it, it would be. I am pretty sure that if you end up being right, I'm pretty sure that would be. <gasps> oh no, Delilah. In, uh, Delilah. Yeah, came in at twenty eight seventy two, and heaven Ooh. for everyone thirty three sixty six. So you yeah. know, I don't think I'm that far off base, buddy. But yeah, I think you're probably not far off at all. So you're going thirty. 3070. Yeah. Oh. You okay,
0: know what? Well, if I had to redo it, Kev, if I had to redo it, if I was if I was you, I'd say fifty-fifty, buddy.
2: Oh no, I'm going fucking I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm going all in. I'm going chips mm-hmm. in. I'm gonna say twenty-five-seventy-five. <laughs> I'm gonna say lower. Cause cause you know why? Because okay. fuck this song. That's why.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it, a, it is really a shitty <laughs> fucking <laughs> it's, song. Dreadful. It's <laughs> It's not even a good song, let alone not a good Queen song. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, you know what? Honestly, I mean, I just heard it twice you know, a few minutes ago and I, I I've already kind of I've, well, I have. I've forgotten how the fucking chorus goes.
2: <laughs> I can't even sing the melody. Okay, well, here's the acid test. Do you ever want to listen to that song again? No, no, no. Oh, no, of course I don't not. Need to. No, I don't need to. Yeah. I've heard it enough times to know that I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's It's done and dusted
2: not only I would say I don't like it I would paraphrase my niece when she was only two years old who would say I can't like it not (laughs) only I do not like it I cannot like it and I cannot foresee any future point in which that's that's going to change right so
0: that's going to be a situation where I can change it (laughs) (laughs) hey sorry to get all existential on you in the intro we're all here because we love Queen It's not our fault that they occasionally wrote stinkers, smelly, fart shaped stinkers. If I were to title this episode, I'd call it Oh, Oh, take it. Take another little piece of my heart now, baby. You know, you got it. If it makes you feel good. We genuinely appreciate your engagement. So you can find us on Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and on Twitter at Queen Seaside. And we'd like to give a big, grand farewell to our friends at the Queen Pod for their talent and hard work. You will be missed. We'll be back with you next week to chat about this wonderful band.
1: Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside pod review. Seaside with you. Give us a kiss, Cavi. Seaside pod review.
2: I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear.